We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. Bringing workers back into the city is a civic duty that will benefit the community both socially and economically, Premier Dominic Perrottet says. In a bid to recapture the energy of the CBD, Mr Perrottet will convene a high-powered roundtable of government, business and community leaders on Friday to kick-start the city's COVID recovery. The Daily Telegraph can reveal that the state government's third Sydney CBD summit will take place at the Museum of Contemporary Art. Attendees will be tasked with finding solutions to lift the city out of its COVID slump, with daily COVID cases dropping and hospitalisation rates still lower than the best-case scenario modelled by the government. Friday's summit will be tasked with ensuring the CBD is on the front foot when a raft of restrictions are eased on March 1. The restrictions set to be lifted include a requirement for people to wear masks inside, including in the office, and advice that people should work from home if they can. The summit will inject confidence that we are returning to a more normal way of living, Mr Perrottet said. A key focus of the summit will be on how to bring workers back into Sydney's multiple CBDs, including Parramatta, as a way to boost economic activity. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. The ABC spends $750,000 of taxpayer money on government relations per year, including responding to questions from Senate oversight committees about matters such as its complaints review process and the payment of defamation claims incurred by journalists tweeting on their own time. Revelations about the funds comes on top of nearly $2.6 million reportedly spent by the national broadcaster in the 2020-21 financial year on external legal advice as well as funds spent on self-promotion. Last year, a Freedom of Information request by the free market think tank Institution of Public Affairs revealed that the ABC spent a record $7.2 million of its massive billion-dollar budget on advertising in the 2020-21 financial year. New South Wales Senator Andrew Bragg said it was staggering that the ABC spends close to a million dollars a year on the loosely defined function. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. (laughs) Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Australians who buy a rapid antigen test to ensure they're COVID-free before attending work will be able to claim the expenses back on tax, while businesses will not have to pay fringe benefits on tests purchased for employees. As the Omicron wave continues to drop, the federal government is turning its attention to boosting the economy after months of lockdowns, restrictions and low confidence left once busy business districts like the Sydney CBD empty and businesses crying out for staff. In contrast to waves of people leaving low-paid jobs overseas, known as the Great Resignation, new data shows Australia's low unemployment rate has instead fueled a great reshuffle, with more than 300,000 people 
people leaving one job for another in the past three months in search of better pay and opportunities. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg will on Monday also confirm rats are tax deductible, meaning that a person paying the average 32.5% tax rate would get about $6.50 back in their pocket for a two-pack of tests costing $20. And Justin Langer told Cricket Australia he was proud of what he'd achieved as Australian coach, but if senior players, some support staff and the board did not support him, he felt it necessary to walk away from the job. He said media speculation about his future had taken an enormous toll on him and his family. Langer flew home to Perth on Saturday to see his wife and daughters for the first time in six months and deal with the traumatic events that led to him quitting the job he loved. However, he gave the Daily Telegraph exclusive access to his letter of resignation so people would understand why he took the path he did. Having been away from home since the first week of October, yesterday was a tumultuous day and with quarantine restrictions, now that I am back I am unable to do anything publicly at the moment, but I want people to know I'm happy with my decision and proud of what I have achieved. And that's the latest headlines from the Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. Australian history is full of colourful but forgotten characters, from alleyway gangsters to Cold War spies and eccentric entrepreneurs. There are hundreds of incredible stories of adventurous Aussies that never make it into our history books. Each week I talk to some of the country's greatest history authors, sleuths and yarn spinners to uncover the untold stories of some of our most interesting and offbeat ancestors. The show in black and white can be found wherever you get your podcasts.